kind of like, uh, was it Bill O'Reilly or whatever was on uh, was on his show, and it's like one of the famous bloopers or whatever, where he's just like, fuck it, we'll do it live, we'll do it live. <laughs> You seen that shit? I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it's fucking. It's, I think it's Bill O'Reilly, and he like just loses his cool about doing it live. It's the funniest thing oh, ever. Fuck, I got yawn. Oh, that's bad timing. <sighs> I love that it says Spelunk. Yeah, I think it came out of a McDonald's toy. And it says Spelunk. Spelunk, baby. That sounds like it should be the song. Those are definitely porn names right there. Spelunk. Spelunk and Mudslap. Dirty suggestions. Porn names or porn moves? Yes. 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 All the above, yeah. Yeah. And Lowen Diglett. I mean, there's just... That's just got porn right now. It's a It's a McDonald's toy Pokemon card. Probably... It's got to be licensed, I guess, right? I knew what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's licensed. I yeah, don't know. Whatever. It's let's gone. let's start it. Let's go. You go. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck it. No, no edits here. Oh, that was very open mind, sir. No. Um. Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. I am Chris. Uh, across the table now from me, we we rearranged the studio a little oh. bit. Across okay. the table from me, forever and always, is my cohort Nate, and joining us is um. You heard him on the drunk cast. You didn't hear him on you the Royal Rumble cast. You didn't hear him so on the Royal Rumble cast. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, and he's um, joined the neighborhood, so he's probably going to be uh, on very regularly. Our uh, resident uh, red-blooded American, Mr. Corey Florence. How's it going, guys? Glad to have you here, Corey. So about, about the Rumble, Royal Rumble podcast. Um, We're just going to go right to the negative. Yep. Get it out and just get it out of the way. Well, Eric, I gotta call myself out for doing something so really mad. stupid. Uh, it was a fantastic show. We had several guests. We had several guests. We had a call-in guest. We had we had a, like a legit 15-minute interview. We did. We did. It was a good interview. And it was amazing. We had my great debut. insight. My we debut as a co-host. Yeah. We yeah. It was Corey's <laughs> debut as a legitimate co-host, and he did a fantastic interview with our call-in guest. Um, we had great insight. In the wrestling world, we had great takes. Uh, we had a great Fab Five, and uh, while that the was uh, really good Fab Five. it was a good Fab Five, man, it <laughs> fuck me. And while it was um, saving, I had to pee so bad that I laid my headphones onto the keyboard and pressed whatever button I need to do to lose the entire thing. Womp womp. Yeah. One and one half hours of recording. Um, down the drain. Now, uh, those of you that have been listening to us for a long time, you guys are used to this. I do this a lot. Oh, this this is not your first time. This is not my first time. first time. Before, it was equipment issues. Uh, we had an old laptop that uh, was it just ended up failing us. So now we have this laptop, and I figured with this laptop, nothing could go wrong. We'll never lose another episode. Well, I forgot that... There's this thing called human error. There's this thing that still works called Chris. Yeah. There's still the uh, Chris effect. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it happened. And happened so, to the worst of us, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I won't say if I didn't have bad luck, I don't have luck at all, because sometimes I get lucky. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to uh, saving files to place on the internet. For, you have no good luck at that. Yeah, for 30s of people to listen to. 
That's true. I, the, the, you really ruined the night of at least thirty-three all, people. All double digits. Oh yeah. God. There were there was at least nine Japanese people that were on the edge of their seats waiting for the Royal. Nah, they were fans. watching New Japan. They don't give a fuck about WWE. That's probably true. That's very true. So, um, so we watched the Royal Rumble. Did you guys enjoy it? Yeah, I, since I am the least uh, wrestling expert, which I quickly learned uh, when we did the, the, the Rumble cast, uh, I will say, from an outsider standpoint, I haven't seen I haven't seen a wrestling match in a long time. I thought it was a blast, man, and especially since we drew numbers, like it kind of like the, I mean, it had some. The only it? thing, and I, I can't speak to the all of it since I left early and I didn't watch the rest of the match, but I, here's what I would imagine. So. Um, What's her tits came out right, so she's with the WWE Which now. Set. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda yeah. Rousey, sorry. So they made uh-huh. the women's rumble last, and I kind of see what they were trying to do there. But man, I think it was a huge mistake to put the men's second. The men's has always been the main event. I don't know why that would be when yeah. it was. That, that's my only complaint. And they, and they were kind of they almost and uh, Corey, if you want to chime in whenever they almost booked themselves into a corner with this. You know what I'm saying? Because you, I know that the women's division is going through their evolution to being legitimized, like other promotions already have it, you know. And so, and so this was a big moment for them to have their own Royal Rumble. But at the same time, they booked themselves into a corner because you know that the thing that pays your checks is the men's division. They, or the one that the one that pays your bills is the men's division. They did, but they didn't. So. I think the past, I don't know, let's just say three years, the Royal Rumble has not been the main event of the Royal Rumble. Which blows my mind. Yeah, it's always been either a, it's been mostly the, either the Raw or the overall. Yeah, the, the main title. The main title. As an outsider, like, I, that makes no sense to me. It's called the Royal Rumble. Like, it's all, that's always been, that's yeah. like one of the main events of the year, am I wrong? Like, that in WrestleMania. That is num- that is that's the number two. Of the four. Yeah, yeah. number two. So, I mean, like, it just doesn't make sense to me for that to be one of the two main events of the year, and it's not even the main event of the night. Yeah, I mean, it was technically with, with the Women's Rumble, and the Women's Rumble was good. It was good. Well, and that's what I was getting at. I'll say this. First of all, side note, you straight up left and didn't say bye to me. Don't worry about that. I'm sorry. That's, that's my bad. You're you not straight up walked out. I was like, where'd he go? And everyone's like, hey, I got, I got the, like, hey, it's time to go. It was a harsh <laughs> side note. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, so. By the way, go was, fuck yourself. I was, I was offended. Uh, no. On a, on a good note, that match actually was the best match of the night, in my opinion. I, I felt like the, the women's rumble was... The women's? Yeah, because like they the brought out a bunch... Because you're used to, like, every rumble, you're used to them bringing out... You get, like, right hacksaw, or something. Like you're, you're, like, hacksaw Jim Duggan. This uh, time... There was no goofballs, really, in the women's division. They were just bringing back the old classics. Leah at five, Trish at the end. Molly like Holly that. was cool. Molly Holly, I forget. Yeah. Uh, even uh, uh, Vicky uh, Guerrero yeah, was cool. Yeah, Vicky Guerrero was fantastic. Uh, She's amazing. When she was on, dude, uh, she was amazing. I am That's upset. Awesome. I'm upset how they did the Ronda Rousey thing. Me too. She, I don't know if she jitters or she was supposed to say something well, or something. I have a thing on. I have so, a theory on. Hang on. on since I'm... Was she, was she actually in the Rumble? No. See, I thought okay. she was going to be 30 because I picked 30, and I was tickled pink. And then Trish Tatis come out, and I was like, huh. Yeah. I didn't know what to think about it. I was like, well, she's going to come so, out. So did she wrestle at all? She no. Well, 
that was it morning or day before or something like that. She signed mm-hmm. a legit week to week contract. She's been at the they call it the performance center. Right. It's where they train. Uh, they right. get they get new talents, dick wet and shit like. And then they send them to developmental, which is like. Uh, um, NXT. Yeah, it, no, well, it's not even NXT. Like they've got them. Well, yeah, they, yeah. It's like regional things that you go to the armory and watch, basically. They're a little bit bigger than that. But yeah, she's actually. She, oh, well. Sorry, well, no, I was just gonna say. So I listen to KSR every day, right? I mean, when right. I, so, so I miss whatever. But one of the dudes on KSR, his name's Shane, the dude, and he does regional wrestling like that. And again, yeah, I, I didn't realize this, but uh, he was saying it's different now. But whatever league that he wrestles in used to be like a main draw for WWE. Is so that like, Ohio Valley? Con- he's still Ohio Valley, and he also does. Uh, yeah, he did Ohio Valley. Obi Dub used to be actually one of the biggest. Uh, he announced for Ohio Valley a couple times. Really? OB yeah. Dub used to be one of the biggest pipelines into the dip. Commercial break. <sighs> so oh, yeah, that's what he was saying. Like it used to be like one of the biggest draws for WWE, so like Didn't JR own that? Uh, no, uh, uh JBL bought it. Oh JBL did. Yeah. Uh, or so, not JR, I'm in Jerry. Yeah. Uh, so my here's my here's my thing with Ronda Rousey, all right. So she didn't wrestle, but I get it because um, she's only been in the performance center doing uh you know she's been doing training she's learned how to bump been learning how to throw without actually hurting people i actually get it because it so it's it's big for them to sign her name right like that's oh, big, it's, it's, huge. it's a big name huge it's a big draw. name for them however she's a fighter she's not a wrestler you right. know what i mean like i, I think if, if they were to try to throw her in the ring it would have looked like shit that's what that's where i was getting at <clears throat> she's not fine you have to they have been hyping this since last wrestlemania, WrestleMania. Was yes, it last yeah, and you yeah, throw it out there too early, and that looks like shit. And exactly. Like, now, what did you really get out of it? You... She probably wasn't ready. As well, well and that, <clears throat> if she wasn't gonna wrestle, that's fine. I'm talking about the after part where, like, I thought they would at least let her say something. I know something. they should have gave and her she mic. She pointed kind of weird, and like that thing was kind of weird, <laughs> and it wasn't directed towards Charlotte or Alexa. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And Asuka was just kind of like, and nobody really knew what was going on. You just like, what? yeah, like. But I will say this, though, as far as that goes, she didn't sign a Brock Lesnar contract. She signed a Roman Reigns contract every week. Yeah, she signed a weekly contract. But she signed every week. And and, and if anybody knows anything, you know that they're they're booking her and Charlotte at WrestleMania because Charlotte's your top female heel, and Ronda Rousey's the new signee overall babyface. Humongous babyface. The only thing that sucks about that, I would have thought that they would have put her on Raw. Charlotte's a SmackDown. Nobody watches SmackDown. But they got to boost ratings for SmackDown. True. And you're going to have Alexa Bliss and uh, Asuka is going to fight her. Nia Jax is going to ruin it, but that's going to be the match on that yeah. side. Asuka, I've never seen her wrestle. She's incredible. She's a really good wrestler, and she was also... Can she talk? Does she talk? Uh, it's not the word. She can... Does her character talk? Yeah. Yes and no. So she's kind of like a, kind of like a Funaki. Like she'll say stuff, but it's kind of crazy. I got you. Uh, in addition, she came from all kinds of different. Not just NWA. Like she was in uh, New Japan, but she also did a bunch of those weird circuits where their promos were them scantily dressed and stuff. Like there's not news or anything like that. But she was involved into that. So the fact that she came out of all that. And she actually worked a crap. That's how she got here. But she is probably the best technical wrestler they have. Is there um footage of this? It's just pictures. It is like it's just like the promo. 
It's a promo picture, like you know how to paint it. It's just for research. Yeah. You gotta do your due diligence and research the things that you put in right. on the air. Because she is uh um, done research and that's She's physically gifted. <laughs> she's she's physically gifted. Uh right, right. All around. She's very yeah, she's right. Uh-huh. On a scale of one to ten, I give a Royal Rumble. I'll give the matches a six. I give the side note on that. Philadelphia fans continue to be completely awful fans. They're the worst. They're awful. They are. Worse. And you know what it is? Silent there. It was embarrassing. You know, but you know what it is? Is because they're smart in wrestling. That's what kills. Well, if you get uh, if you get fan if you get a fan base because Philadelphia is a, a fucking hotbed for wrestling. Yeah, but man, if you get a just... fan base that's smart in wrestling, you're gonna have a bad show because, like, I know we've already killed the whole kayfabe thing, right? You know. They, they fucking get gassed by a car, and then they walk out the next day, like, you want an autograph? Like, they ruin that. Yeah. Uh, but they won't, they're never going to cheer, they're never going to cheer for your faces that you've made, and they're never going to boo the heels, because they're they're smart. They, I, I want to jump in on that point. I was going to make the same point later for a different reason. Yeah. I'm going to try to tie these together without going completely off the topic, but, so... One of my biggest complaints this season with UK has been the fan base, and at Rupp Arena specifically... Uh, We're going to let him go, don't worry. I'll bring him back around, I promise. Right. At Rupp Arena specifically, it's so embarrassing when you, on national television when you have a game like last night, and the, fan, the fans are just non-existent. And I, I, try to, I, I try to think about this, I was thinking about it all day while I was driving, like, like why? Why is it that our... And a lot of it is because of age. Because the people that fucking have the blue season bears. tickets are older. The people but, on TV are blue but that's kind of unfair to just put it all on them. Because there's there's older people that get rowdy, dude. I know my family gets rowdy as shit. And there's a lot of them over 60. So, I mean, it's not just age. but Your family it, didn't dump a shit ton of money into the school, though, too. No, but, but to your point, bringing it all back around... The conclusion that I came to today was it's because we have a pretty a basketball intelligent fan base. So when you're watching the game, especially this year's team, they make really stupid fundamentally basketball decisions sometimes. So for us growing up playing basketball, and I was trying to explain this to Joe today when we were having our argument about it, that. but like you, so like we had we being not tall white kids playing basketball. You have to understand the fundamentals of basketball more because literally that's how you're going to be on the court. If you don't, you're not going to play. Yeah. And it, it, you, I get frustrated a lot of times with some of these kids, but the reality is they're African-American, they're faster, they can jump a shit ton higher, and they're just overall better at basketball, but they don't understand the game the way we do. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not making, trying to make it a black and white thing. I mean, like, literally they're just better athletes, so they don't – They've never had to understand the game because they're just better than everybody. They can do it. Yeah, you run into that a lot. But your fan base is just the opposite. It's a bunch of middle-aged people, older people that, especially in the lower arena, the rough arena, you got they're like set in how they remember basketball. So like they're instead of being excited and cheering when something good happens or cheering when the team needs them to cheer just to like get them back in the game, they're they're more like judgmental. When they're watching the game, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, yeah. to, to your point, man, you're right. When you have a show like that with Philly, the fans understand it more than anybody, so it's like they don't get hyped for anything, man. It, it's it's a it's little... Well, first off, to your point, I'm black from the waist up. Um, and uh, 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 Which is the worst place yeah, to be black yeah. in. I know, right? It sucks. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like, with, with wrestling fans, it's, it's about... 
it's not so much as like we're it's not so much as like we're watching what what they're doing because even with like even even if you know how a move is done the way they do it is you'll I'll never I'll never know how to do a simple tip, hip toss to where I don't kill the other guy. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But we watch it as if we're um, in the back with the buttons and numbers running the show. Right. You know what I'm saying? They booked a very high profile match after the men's rumble. The uh, they booked the uh, that was the uh, uh, triple, threat. triple threat. Yeah, for the universal title. That was a bad idea because the fans had just blown their wad on the men's rumble because it was it was really it was that finish was great. That was really the fin- good. The finish was good, but the I didn't. I hate the fact that, and I know that Roman Reigns is a good wrestler, and I know that he's, but they just they always shove him into these spots where he doesn't need to be because no one fucking likes him. But that's the thing people do. You're gonna have the people that boo for him. You're gonna have all that stuff, but he is gonna sell. Once John Cena's gone, Roman Reigns is the one selling. I know. I mean, that's just it. And I understand the, 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 the weird way they did the match. Even I was surprised when they did the triple threat. And that's when I knew it was going to go bad. Yeah. It was going to go to Brock. And he was just, I don't know if he signed it or not, but they've been trying to push this woman's thing forever. And I don't have a problem because it was good now that I watched it. I don't have a problem that was the last match. My beef is with, I still, I don't, I think any other city except maybe not maybe maybe Chicago. California's really big. California's really big. I thought I just I don't think I don't think those fans are as I don't think I disagree with you in, in saying that they're that smart about that. I think they were just bad fans. I like, mean Philly is notorious for being bad fans. I, I think they were just like Mer yeah, All right, sure. we came to Royal Rumble to watch Royal Rumble, and that's done. We don't, we don't even care what happens. Yes, yeah. well, I mean Philly is notorious for fans. I heard a dude in one of the matches, he coughed, <laughs> and you know sometimes people just cough like, and they'll, they'll have like a little spell. I yeah. heard his entire spell. Should never hear that during no. a main event with sixty some thousand people somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I know that yeah. is embarrassing. I, I will say this though, from a, from that going back to the Rumble from that standpoint, like I've, I've even noticed that like even you all. You kind of like get like you have a critical side to like when you're watching, you know what I mean? Because could you all understand it more than I do? So like for me, it was pure entertainment, right? So like mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking awesome, and I'm not just saying that like like I, I was tr- like I was entertained. I mean that's what it's for, it's entertainment, right? Like you all understand it more, so like you can. It's the same thing with basketball for me. Like I I watch Kentucky, and I can I, which back to the point I was making earlier. I, like I made a decision today, like I want to watch basketball again. Like, UK specifically. Like, I'm a kid again. Yeah. You know I mean, like, like, I remember watching back in the 90s. I was always excited. It didn't matter if we lost by 30, man. I'm like, this is my team. I love them. So, like, I'm, I'm trying, I want to try to make a conscious effort to just be excited again. But, like, but the point I'm trying to make is, like, from an entertainment side, which is what it truly is, I thought it was amazing. I mean, I, again, I think they did it early in the card, but I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, you left anyway, so it didn't matter. You're right. So I you mean, got to see the main event. I mean, tr- I mean honestly. At 9.04. So. I mean, honestly, really, I mean, I, I did, to me, it was the main event. It was. Because of when I left. To be fair, if he if he had any, if he wanted any shot at any future rumbles in his house, uh, you know what kind of rumbles I'm talking about. He had to have left at that time because that, that yeah, ship I, was sailing. That was not a, hey, can we leave? No. That wasn't a question. 
That's why I walked without telling you about. Like I, I seen her walk in and she immediately was like, yeah. yeah. That's why I hosted yeah. it at my yeah. house. Yeah. Nowhere to go. That's, yeah. hey, <laughs> but I will say this real quick about wrestling. We down wrestling. Bless Teresa's heart because, like, I am so obsessed with wrestling and she could give two shits about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know how you watch like the Queen and that place and all that stuff. These are my stories. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling is my story. Yeah. <laughs> it really is though. I mean. I know that more or more and more, like it's. I know it's centered more and more family, blah blah blah. And I don't, but whatever. Um, but like back in like especially the attitude areas, it was soap operas for dudes, and yeah, women. And women, women loved it too. Yeah, but you know the thing is though, like, it is more focused toward families. But like even for you all, like, I mean, I, this is just me throwing it out there. Like eventually, if you all have kids, like that's something that for you all should be like you could be excited about like like i know there's a couple guys in the guard that grew up just like you all love wrestling love it and i mean they're older than you all but they have kids that are like 14 15 16 now and they their whole life like every night like you know mondays thursdays they yeah. sit down and watch wrestling like and that's their family thing so i mean yeah you know i mean and whatever they may not ever watch it again beyond when they're at you know out of college out of the house but that's a cool family thing you know it's, yeah. it's more than just you know sitting around the table having dinner i mean you're that's like when I have teenagers in the house, we'll all sit down as a family and we'll play Ark. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Buy everybody their separate Xbox. It'll be awesome. Right, I think we've got, got Corey talked into Ark. Yeah. I oh, know. You, you've already sold it. I, actually, Arnie, bless his heart, he tried to get me like to watch it and stuff. And I, I did, but we were focused on drinking and watching, uh, I think at the time it was a football game on. Well, not only that, I talked to Corey about Ark. This past weekend, while I saw him out, and he freely admitted he hated it. So, but he also wasn't even selling you on it because he didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a good salesman. Well, no, I think he liked it, or he didn't like it, because once he found out that you can't beat it in 14 and a half minutes, right? He's out. Right. That and there's no kill to death ratio. <laughs> Yeah, it's not Halo, so he hated it. That's basically, another thing basically. that I hated about deleting the last episode was we brought in the infamous John Arnold that's been mentioned on this podcast several times. He he was here. He probably only spoke twelve words. Yeah, he was a lot of hype too. He was blowing my phone up all day. Oh, I'm giving you that color commentary this podcast yeah. deserves. Did he? Did he blow you up? Dude, he blew me up all day. Yeah, he didn't. He if didn't he had a ride, if he had a ride, he'd blown you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. 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 Yowzers. Let's move on. Uh, next for them, next for wrestling, by the way, is uh, the first ever women's elimination chamber. I don't know enough about it that... I don't know enough about it. I think it. the elimination chamber is the dumbest pay-per-view they have. Well, one of the good things about... What are they doing? I don't... You hate it's, it. it. I don't mind long. it. It's going to take another podcast. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Never mind. But I say that, I'll say this. It's supposed to be hardcore. So I don't get doing a women's one. Mm. You mean like actual hard, like like hardcore wrestling? Well, like match? most, like all the all the glass gets broke. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's no weapons or anything. So it's a hardcore match. Yeah. Like, and there's jumping off of. Not like hardcore porn, like. No. Well. No. No. Well. No. <laughs> well. So if we're going, if we're if we're done with wrestling, we gotta mention the UK game last night. Definitely. Right. So, I will tell you. Um, did you get to watch? Well, you were in flux between your. Yeah. So I'm. I'm back. Yeah, can we? Ladies and gentlemen, can we have a real quick on there? Can we get a hell yeah on that? I'm back off of my wild, uh, actually, you know, we'll have a commercial break for that. Yeah, please. Uh, so good. Extended, so glad to have extended, Chris. Extended commercial break. 
So good. I'm back off of my wild schedule that I was that I was set on, uh, and um, and they gave me less than 24 hours to do 180 degrees on my sleep schedule. Yeah. So let me. I, I wanted to ask you a question on that. I'm glad I get to do it here on air. Right. So like in the military, we'll say, because like as a as a pilot, our our crew rest is what it's called. It's very important. So like if we're switching between schedules, like we would basically get. So if I was on nights on a Monday, just say Monday, and I had to come in in the morning, I wouldn't come in until Wednesday morning next. So I would get Tuesday off basically to reverse out, or vice versa. If I was working Monday morning, I wouldn't come back in until Tuesday night. But you basically yep. get. A full uh, oh, I see. Uh, American labor laws state that if you're an hourly employee, I'm not sure if it applies to salary because they can abuse the fuck out of you. Right, like as they the really say no, especially in the Commonwealth. Right, so an hourly employee has to have eight hours between shifts. So that is a rule. Did they give you eight hours and that's it? They yes. <laughs> wow. So you had to you had to get off work. Not so, even yeah. eat, go so to sleep. What, get up. What time did you get off? Then? Well, here's what, what happened. From your night okay, shift. so here's what happened. So. Monday, Sunday, technically Monday morning. Right. I go to bed, fully expecting to go in to work at 5 p.m. Monday afternoon. I get called at 10:30 in the morning, and they were basically like, "Look, dude, you can go back to first shift tomorrow if you get your ass in here now." I get in there at 12:30 and work till 11. You took your time. Okay, so they right now, didn't you? Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah. I just woke up. So <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you get in right now, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you live 0.07 miles away. Right? <laughs> I just woke up. I know. I'm so, anyways, uh, I get in at 12:30 and work till 11 because I worked a 10-hour shift. Okay. I got off at 11 and went home, and I didn't have to be in to work until seven the next day. Okay. Right, but you can't really go to sleep. Like, well, you're not tired because you when been... I when I got home, even though I had woken up like about four hours earlier than I normally do, when I got home, I sat down and my body was just like. Oh, dude, it's lunchtime for you. So, yeah, you're up. Yeah, you're good. And then yeah. it was about 3 in the morning. My body's like, oh, we just got off work, dude. You're good. <laughs> you're still good. <laughs> and then it was time to go to work. <laughs> and then it was 5 in the morning, and my body was like, no, dude, we're still watching Netflix. You're good. <laughs> and so then it was like 6 in the morning. I was like, well, I can't sleep, so I just won't. Yeah. And so I ended up, uh, I stayed awake for 33 hours. Jesus. And then oh. fell asleep. So, oh, that's awful. Did you? Did, were you tired at work? Fuck yeah! Dude. I say right about the time you should have been. I went through. Like, I went through two five-hour energies, which they actually did do some good. I know a lot of people shit on them like they uh, don't. I like. I love five-hour. They did energy. a good job. Uh, and one Red Bull, and that was out of desperation. <laughs> like please help. Last, help. Using that energy, like that one car. Yeah. It, was like, it was like three thirty to four thirty. Dude, <laughs> if I'd have had a chance to run to the supplement store, I would have grabbed a Cinedrex in a heartbeat. <laughs> and taken four of them. Yeah, at least <laughs> no, because last time I took two, I stayed up for two days straight, so I'm not doing that again. But uh, I did love. I, I like Cinedrex. I was hurting for anything. At one point, I was. <laughs> I was in uh, this woman's office, and uh, I was trying. I was waiting on her to get off the phone so I could give her some paperwork, and we'd do some uh, finagling, and you know that kind of finagling you know, in the office. You know, you know. Uh, and uh, and I noticed that I had my head down and my mouth was wide open. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. And his arms down here, right here, like twitching and shit. And like I had. Like and then it was another point I was walking and like a dude that's kind of he's not my boss but he kind of makes the decisions you know yeah. like 
and he just kind of like, he's like, dude, you look tired. And I was just like, the fuck you mean I look tired? Yes, I'm fucking tired. Like, right. I was like, yeah. you called me and woke me up yesterday, and I haven't been to fucking bed. Like, I was fucking blowing up on people. Right. I finally went to bed, and it was awesome. So then back to my original question, did you catch the UK game? Did Absolutely not. It? None of it? No. Oh, man. I didn't even know how to fucking... Did you watch it? The State of the Union was short, so I got to watch... I got to turn on just in time. I'm guessing that Teresa to... was watching the State of the Union. Or did you want to watch that? I, I watched it with when Obama was there too. I never. I, that's the one thing I will. Now I will say this: of all the things that there are politically to watch, the State of the Union is usually what I will watch because it. I mean, it's still kind of a shit show either way you look. Well, that's it's, it's. I still want to just. What sucks? I feel is, like it's a duty. Like yeah, it's, let's watch. It's not that it's, it's a shit show year, now, yeah. but you know, originally it actually had a purpose. Like when news wasn't in our fucking pockets twenty four seven, like the president came out and literally told you the state of the union like that like he was telling yeah. you like what's happening what he's been doing like what where we're going with the country now it's just like another platform for them to get up and like make their fucking speech and well uh, like i said I, like, I watched all his and it, it, all it is is an hour well it's supposed to it's be like an two, hour where you have to listen it's two hours well, no, it's, it's supposed to be like two two and a half i think a lot of obama's with that mom which is fine but an hour of it and bless the people in the crowd's heart because they are some awesome people but that's an hour of it Johnny, who got his dog ran over, and then his leg was ran over at the yeah. same time, saved 14 people, and then it's just like yeah. 10 minutes of, yeah. and then these people say, way to go, well, Johnny. Lost, well, anyway, <laughs> so no, it was over an hour and a half, and I was like, oh yeah, game's on. I, but I was like, it's Vandy, home, good. About 30 when I click over. No, down by 12 when I click over, proceed. Yeah, well, so... Yeah, well, so I don't know. We blew a 30 point lead. No, no, no. He was saying, no, I was he expecting us to get about 30 oh. get up against the seventh worst team in okay. the nation. I, I knew, and Vandy is a terrible team this year, and they're, and they're now lacking their best player. But after the way we played Vandy at Vandy, which we never play well at Vandy. I, no, I don't, everybody does. Never. No one plays good it's at that Vandy. Bullshit they have, yeah, they have that weird ass race court. And that, the, Purdue has it too. It should be outlawed. The benches are on the Purdue. end, and it's just it's weird as shit. I and actually like it. We never play good there, but. I think it's cool looking. But so we play them at Rupp, right? Second worst team in the SEC. Like we should handle them. No, that's you're right. Worst. Twelve twelve point lead, and that's actually about when it got exciting. We we started going on some runs, but every time we you know got it close, we get it within five, and then like I said, they would make some stupid stupid mistake. Like it, it wasn't even like. Just taking a bad shot, or it was it was making a pass that's absolutely stupid, or I don't think I've seen Calipari mad. I've never seen him turn and slam when he slammed that table. score table. Did, I don't you, think I've ever seen did you see that dude? Yeah, face? it was like right. <laughs> he, he, he turned around like he was so. Mad. What was that after? Damn! Like yeah. he one of Yo, I, I think um, man, what was it? It was it was uh, Gillis Alexandria or Alexandria. He did something that was so shaded. What did he do, man? I can't remember. But he anyway. He got somebody like at the, at the half court on bullshit or something like that. Cal did a 180 and just turned around from where he was standing and just went. I'm sure what he said was probably fuck, but yeah. I mean you can't see his face, so you don't know. But he literally just slammed the score table right in front of the guy. You know he's, you know you got the. You yeah. see this? Like, I mean, he just goes. You see like his papers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like the papers and his water bottle. <laughs> Went up and like fell. It's crazy. Because like, it, it wasn't like a, it wasn't kind of like a, oh darn it, tab. No, like it was like, like a, Hadouken! Like, yeah, he, he was pissed. So, 
all right, so in the, in the, in the end of regulation, we got lucky as shit. Oh, they, did we? They fouled Shea Alexander with like two seconds left on the dunk. They had the lead by two, and with five, six seconds left, it was like they five, could put it up by four. Well, the, we were, was we one one, we it? had the ball. We were inbounding the ball. We were up by two, or they were sorry, they were up by two. We get the ball in, and it was such a terrible pass on the inbounds pass that the Vandy guy like goes for the ball and ends up fouling Shea. So with like four seconds left, we now have one on one free throws to tie the game. So Shea hits them both. You know they ended up missing. The, they actually got a pretty good look at the three. The, 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 yeah, he they didn't. They, the clock should have started. Yeah, it started late. It was two seconds left on the clock. They gave him two and a half. He yeah. made it to the three line and no one's yeah. in his way at all, but he was doing a run shot. Yeah, and just yeah. missed it. Thankfully, just missed it. So they go into overtime, and in overtime, they had a kid that hadn't hit a shot all night for Vandy. Literally hadn't hit a shot. First two possessions, he hits threes. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, they were up, what, eight? eight not not in overtime. They got, seven. They got up seven. six. It, it wasn't was six. Seven. They never got up to seven. But, and I, long and short of it, we got back in it. Fought it out and we won the game. I mean, it, and and everybody wants to say all the haters are like, ah, oh, well, we shouldn't have been in a close game with Vandy. We blah 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 blah. Well, guess what? We were in a close game with Vandy. I mean, it happens. Yeah. It, you know, they're young kids, and that's what I was. The point I was making earlier with the, with the wrestling thing, and because I was, I was going to say it here, but you know, our fan base is just so they're spoiled in a sense. I mean, they, it's not in a sense they are spoiled. We've been spoiled. But it's it's not it's not just that because it's. Like I said, I think it's just because our fan base is so basketball intelligent that when they see those kids make stupid plays, they just like, they doubt the team. Then all of a sudden they're not behind the team. And then you got people all over Facebook. I mean, last night, man, I didn't even want to get on Facebook because I knew everybody's like, you know, it's the same way when we played with Florida. Oh, this team sucks. I'm done with this team. I'm never watching this team again, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, so one of the big things last night after they won, there was like the dog pile. You know, the, all the young kids, the, you know, the UK team dogpiled up in the on center court. You know, they're excited, they were happy, whatever. And all these people are like, well, why would you, why do you have to do that for beating Vandy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, they, you know, and, and, but at the same, but this, this is why me and Joe got in because Joe was like, these kids don't even care about the team. All they care about is going pro and they suck and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, but in the same, in the same breath, he's like, I mean, they dogpiled on the floor beating Vandy, like this is stupid, and I was like, dude, that's like the epitome of caring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they cared so much that they were jacked. They won an overtime game against Vandy, dude. I would be excited. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I was gonna say, if anybody wants to tell me about a player that doesn't give a fuck and he just wants to go pro, I, your example is Ben Simmons. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. You know what Ben Simmons would have done? If they'd have won a game like that, he would have been in the locker room without shaking anybody's hand, without shaking, like being excited with his, his, his teammates. Yeah. I mean, He just went through the motions. Yeah, he, he, literally, and he came out and said in the interview afterwards. He didn't even go to class. He didn't do it because he did not give a shit. And I, you know what? As much as I don't like Ben Simmons, I don't fault the kid for coming out and saying that. At least he's being honest. I mean, if you know you're going pro he, he basically just said, I didn't care about the program. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Good on you. But it just made me so mad. When, and, and there's a lot of, I think we have a lot of fans out there that are like Joe, that they want to have their cake and eat it too. Like you can't you can't say one thing and then call something else a spade when it's really a heart. I mean, you know, I, 
if, if you're going to criticize a kid, that's fine, but don't criticize them for not trying and not caring. I, those kids played their dicks off last night, and they got to win. And I mean, granted, it's against a team that they shouldn't have been in overtime with, but guess what? They were, and they won. Be excited about it. And that's going back to what I was saying earlier. I, I'm going to make a conservative effort to, like, just – just be excited to watch UK play. You know, like that game, if you could just watch that game last night, it was a good, like, it was just a fun game. It, I mean, it's one of those where at the end we were making some stupid plays. Like, you wanted to pull your hair out, but at the same time we were making plays that we probably had no business making. So, like, yeah. you're just excited too. I mean, it's just a good basketball game. Yeah, I still get, I get jazzed for, like, an alley-oop. Yeah, it's hard not to, man. Yeah. Like. As simple as it, like, and nowadays basketball, and now youth is like nothing. Well, they they draw up plays for it now. Yeah, but this know? is so exciting to see, man. Yeah. Like, that, I will say that is one thing that drives me insane. Quad A Green cannot throw a noob to save his life, and I don't get it because I can throw a noob to somebody all day. Like you literally, it's just like football. You're throwing the ball to a spot. So like, if the guy's behind a little bit, you throw it to that spot with more lob on it so it gets there later but it's still going to the exact same spot yeah. if he's quick to the rim you throw it harder to get the ball there quicker but like I, I don't get it there's like the rim and then there's this sweet spot right in front of the rim where they want to <laughs> catch it so they can dunk really easy quality green throws these fucking moves to like the top of the backboard and the and it's not it's pretty much like if you're playing two uh, uh 24 tip or whatever it is like 21 yeah 21 yeah, like I, you have to try to catch it and do some bull crap with it. That's what he like. He makes every pass to the rim look like yeah, like he's playing twenty one from and the line, like, and he's got to throw oh, it over his shoulder <laughs> behind his back. Like, what, why are you doing that? Maybe he played. Uh, maybe he played AAU ball with Bowl Bowl. Minute Bowl. Yeah, the seven seven two Bowl yeah. Bowl. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. Commercial break. Yeah. Final uh, statement. Final statement on uh, UK Vandy. The reason Vandy is a bad team is because they fired Bill Doetree. Who? Their coach. King of Hill River. Kevin Stallings was their... King of Hill River. Oh, sorry. Bill Doetree. Bill Doetree. I apologize. I did not get that. Rip, Look it up. Rip King of Hill. Rip King of the Hill. Rip King of the Hill. So let's move on to our next story. It's one that I sent you today and yeah. uh, other people... Well, Corey, you read it briefly for a second. Uh, did you? No, yes, you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn today, baby. You gotta right. learn today. So, I about that. Uh, you guys, um, you guys are familiar with the television show Glee, right? No, of course, of course we are. I got, I got the general idea of it, but yeah, I, yeah, I, that's me too. Yeah, okay. I know they sing, and nine of them are gay, or yeah. something like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine of them are gay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Pretty, I don't even know how many people are on the show. Like eleven. Um. <laughs> So it says Glee star Mark Sailing reportedly died by apparent suicide. And so when I saw that, I was like, I was like, oh shit, he killed himself. And I was like, well, I'll just click and see what's going on. This is where the story kind of turns around. Okay. So I was like, kind of like, I was like, man, that sucks. You know, another dude killed himself. And then I kept reading on. So is this like a conspiracy theory type deal? No, just wait. Okay. Says uh, he was awaiting sentencing on child pornography yeah. charges. I didn't see that. It was like fifty thousand counts or something like that. He had not fifty thousand counts, counts, but he had like he 50, had pictures. fifty thousand pictures of underage young girls on his computer. And I don't know what his sentencing was. I think it was like seven years or something like that. That was what he was facing. So then he offs himself. 
someone in the comments section of this art, this thing here is like, well, guys, guys, I know it's bad, but think about his friends and family. And I was like, fuck them too. I was like, yeah. this dude just did us a favor. Yeah, well, not only that, I mean, well, this is kind of a different take on, on it, but I just want to throw this out there. I mean, I could, does that prove that he's not gay? Fine. <laughs> I don't think God that's what he had to worry about at that point in time. Like people were actually debating this in the comment yeah, I, section. They were like, they were like, what is there to debate? Exactly. He's a child molester or whatever. It, uh, yeah. It's basically the same thing. To me, he did us all a favor. The same way that Nasser from Michigan State should be accidentally let in gin pop for a day. Who the hell is yeah. that? The you doctor got, for the Michigan State. And oh, yeah, it. that guy. Let him out accidentally in gym exactly. pop for a day. Yeah, dude. See dude, what happens. Just one day. Instead of, what is he, 53 now? Instead yeah. of us paying those taxes for exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, and that's what I said, too. I say this all the time about, like, uh, sex offenders and child molesters, things like that. Anybody that does any kind of sex crime, they don't last long in prison. Not because their sentence gets reduced, it's because people fucking kill it's them. It's the one mutual thing that all criminals and all people in the world agree on, except for the pedophiles. L- let me those tell people you, need to die. Yep. W- like, with a little bit of street cred that I got, uh, <laughs> <laughs> jailbird over here. I got more street cred. Uh, than you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we can probably rob one each other, but I agree with you. We're like, there. even not only. Like prison is where bad people go. So like in prison, if you're if you're there for child molestation, you're fucking done, son. Yeah. But even in jail is what I was gonna get at. Like even in your local, like your your county jails, same thing, dude. Like oh if, yeah. If people find out that's why. Which now granted, you know, when you're in a when you're in a county jail, like there's not really unless you tell somebody while you're there, there's no really way for them to know. But if they find that shit out, dude, you're gonna get your ass beat. Yeah, yeah. If you're in Bourbon, if you're in Bourbon County holding and Jethro is coming down off meth and you tell him what happened, he's gonna shank ass for something. Yeah. Yeah, he's I gonna beat the fuck out of you. I actually watched a uh, uh, this has been a long time ago, I watched a video somebody posted to YouTube of a dude that was in trial. He's already in prison, but he was going in trial again because he killed his cellmate. And they're like they're like, Sir, can you uh recount the events blah 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 and he's like well uh, we me and so and so got to talking and he let me know that he was in for molesting a young girl he goes at that point I wrapped my hands around his throat and watched the life drift from his eyes and he's I like, say bravo and he's like and if given the chance I would do it again yeah dude they're so nonchalant about it and you know what the sad thing is like what he just did was admit guilt in that murder it's like he, you know what I mean? Like, he, there's no chance he'd ever get out, but he's doing us a favor. Oh, he was in. A, he was a lifer. Well, I know, but I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Sometimes even even lifers, like sometimes you get like good like good conduct and you get like better jobs or whatever and things yeah. that kind of thing. Like he's fucking himself out of all that, but like they look, they don't care. Dude. Yeah. Like, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like even in jail though, people that are for the most part, which you know, granted the jail system is backed up as shit, but like for the most part, you got like one year and under sentences in, in a county jail. They're there, but like if somebody found out you're fucking there for child molestation, you're gonna like I'm not saying they're gonna kill you, cause it's kind of you're gonna get got, but you're gonna get got, dude. Yeah, you're gonna get gonna your get fucking ass beat, and you're probably gonna get your ass beat every single day. Yeah. So, uh, bottom line on that article, um, thank you, whatever Mr. Sailing, Sailing, whatever, for killing yourself, <laughs> because I didn't want to have to pay for you to be in jail. Yeah, that's a waste of our money. Because you looked up little girls, and you shouldn't have, and you actually should die. Yes. And you did. And you did. And, yep. Yeah.
That's all. That's about all I got to say about that's, that. <laughs> that's the bottom line. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, do we want to talk? About, I mean, we talked about the Super Bowl a little bit, but we do have uh, we do have a new uh, we have a new new member here, new and, member. and he has vested interest in this uh, slightly game. Slightly. So we also actually did do some yeah. decent talk on the Rumblecast about the Super Bowl. We did. I know. We, and we, I'm going to take an extended we, commercial break. Y'all can have it this week. We, we right. did. We did. So uh, here here's we did, what, we did. I guess I guess the best way to uh, go about this is just to ask you, Corey. You know what? What your take is on the game? I, we'll get to who you think's going to win it. Which I mean, I would. I think I can imagine who you, who you're going to pick to win. But let's talk about. Well, first of all, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and imagine you're going to pick the pass. Is that fair to say? Yes, I'm. I'm just going to pick the pass anyway. Right. So, so then let's get into some specifics. Even so, if I didn't think they were going to win. Which, which by the way, Hannah brought a uh, a sheet home yesterday. Like I guess they're doing some bets at work. But they printed out all the prop bets for the game. There are some phenomenal fucking prop bets. But before we get to those, so the spread is at what six and a half? I think it's last. No, we're down to four and a half now. Down to four. I, it would get, I knew it would get bad. Yeah, I think. I think honestly, I think three and a half is where it should, where it should probably be for the game. So what do you think? What, what do you What do you think the spread should be at? Do you think that's a fair spread? Yeah, I actually think that the spread will come down by Saturday. It'll come down to three and a half. That's right. I think three and a half is probably where it's going to stop. I think three and a half is where it'll stop. Um, and I think that's fair. I do too. I, I, I honestly think um, I had to pick a score for that game for his work. And uh, I honestly believe it's going to be 28-27 pass. I think the pads are going to be down 27-21 in the fourth. And I honestly, I don't think it's going to be uh, a, a two-minute drive win. But I think they'll score. And then the Mac and Butler or somebody's going to come in. I, I think they just, they, the Eagles won't be able to put more points on the board in the last, you know, six minutes or so. One of the one of the points I made last, uh, on the Rumblecast was the fact that a lot of people have been shitting on Foles. He's a phenomenal quarterback. Everybody keeps forgetting that he had an MVP season a few years ago. Yeah, I, for the Eagles. Me. And he didn't have Alshon Jeffrey. He didn't have Ajaye. He didn't have Blunt. He didn't have this stellar defense. It's hurt now, but this hurt defense is better than the one he had a long time ago. Who? Well, Sean McCoy was still there, right? McCoy was there. Yeah, McCoy he did have McCoy. So he had a good running back. Uh, he did have McCoy. And I think, at the, oh, wait a minute. He had a... See, I can't remember, I can't, I can't I can't remember who his receivers were. But we, Selleck was the main tight end. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was like his first, second year. See, so you and I were making the same point on the Rumblecast. Nick Foles is an underrated quarterback. And, and I'm not saying, you know, the point I was trying to make during the Rumblecast was, you know, maybe he's not a top 10 quarterback, but he's obviously a top 32 quarterback. He's, he's, I think he's easily a top 15, 20 quarterback in the league. And you're right. He had an MVP season three years ago, and, and all of a sudden he sucks because he's a backup. I mean, you – He's, he honestly shouldn't be a backup. And what we were saying, he's he's auditioning, you know. And in the game prior to this one against Minnesota and this game in the Super Bowl, he's auditioning for a job somewhere, and he's going to get paid by somebody. Yeah, he ended up getting uh, – what did he have on this deal? 
His deal's not awful. Like he, like right now, for backup, the backup, no, it's, it's not, not he, awful. He's he's probably making more than he's still under a contract. Couple of starters. Yeah, he's still under contract <clears throat> though, so he won't go anywhere well, next year. And they can pay. They're not paying Carson Wentz that much because of the true. And uh, they don't have to. They don't have to. I mean, in theory, they could keep Foles. Yeah. Right. Well, what that rookie contract for three years, right? In the three, the first, the initial three. It's still four. Is it four? Okay. It's four with an option of five. Oh, I think five now. team option. No matter what it is on rookie, yeah. Um, but it's eh. they could use him in trade bait, maybe too. Uh, they yeah. do. They did get some decent picks back because they, you know, they gave up the farm for Wentz. Right. But they also got stuff back from Bradford from the Vikings. Yeah. Now that pick this year won't be that good, but it's still a first rounder. Yeah. And then they got something a year, either next year or the year after, or something like that. So they have something like that. So they could go, you know, wait till 32 and pick uh, Mason Rudolph or something from Oklahoma State, develop yeah. him or something like that. That's true, yeah. And then at the last second, you know, trade foals in the offseason or <clears throat> before, like during camp or something like that. They could do that. No, I agree with that. I, I just think I hate it for, and we talked about this on the show last week, when it, when it was, when, it was four, when we were down to four teams, you had – Tom Brady, Nick Foles, uh, Case Keenum, and, service. And, and Blake Bortles. But everybody was just like, oh, there's only one Super Bowl caliber quarterback in those four. Well, none of the other three of them have been to a Super Bowl. So to me, it's unfair to say that they're not I'm, – now, I'm, I'm not saying they're on the same level as Brady. That'd be fucking ignorant. But I'm saying, yeah. like, you don't get Super Bowl experience without fucking going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no. So, well, and know, that was the thing, too. Like, you had – you got to remember Nick Foles and Case Keenum – were Jeff Fisher's yep. children yep. at the Rams. Yep. You've had Bradford, who had, at one time, the yep. largest contract. The last, him and the Stafford, had those last rookie contracts at 54, and then he signed another one. Stafford did. I'm sorry. Bradford did sign another one that was like 50. So he's up to 100 yeah. and something. Sam Bradford ordered his bone from the same place that Chris got his ankles. Like, just the glass factory, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, he can't stay healthy. No, but he's made his money. Now he has, you know. I mean, you can't hate him for and it. And before but. he got hurt this time, he would got he got relevant enough again to where because you got to think Keenum, which that's a whole different ball game too with the uh, Alex Smith just getting traded and all that stuff and and Kirk Cousins purport, purportedly going to the Broncos right now. Right. As early as 5 o'clock I today. I still think the Browns, dude. I wanted to go to the Browns. Well, he's already... For the Browns, I wanted to go there. As the last time I checked, he is in negotiation talks with Denver right now. That's shitty. But all got, three of... Adam Schefter over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank God, because I don't know tick about football. <laughs> all, three, all three of those quarterbacks, including Bradford, from the Vikings are now potentially gone. Yeah, you're and right. And that might be another thing. Nick Foles. Trade him to the Vikings. Trade him to Minnesota again. I mean, You're, you've seen what he did to you. He just blew true. you. Uh, you're the best, arguably the best defense in the league. He just splooshed all over their face for like 400 yards and four yeah, touchdowns. But, but then what do you do with Case Keenum? Case Case Keenum's a good quarterback. I mean, he's he's also rectified himself. He'll start somewhere next year. I agree. I, but, well, do you, do you think Minnesota's going to trade him? I think they're all. I think they're all free agents this year. It's all. They're all free agents are this they year. Really? Yeah. See, oh, that's the thing. Oh shit! Fire. Bridgewater see, under his contract. Well, I knew Bridgewater was. But that's what I was going to say. Stafford or uh, he, Bradford. Bradford and. 
Like I would, all three free agents. I would assume Keenum. that Bradford gone in Minnesota, and I would assume Bridgewater gone in Minnesota because of the way Case Keenum played this year. But I mean, I guess I, I don't know. I guess you're right. See, unless I've you know I've seen this earlier, but I would think something like a Kirk Cousins in Minnesota would make the most sense ever. He could throw up the numbers. Now he's got young talent. Dalvin Cook will be back. Defense is great. You get rid of all those three guys because those three guys. Something for him. What you can't get anything for him right now. They're all free agents. Oh yeah, yeah, I should say. But you have all that money off your books. That's true. Yeah, you do have. They've got the what was it? They we saw that today. They've got like the third highest uh, cap room for the Vikings. They have seventy-two million dollars this year. Holy balls! Seventy or fifty-seven. So so then, if you let those three go, you got. Even more. Well, no, that's that counting that's that. counting okay. that. But so, at the same time, all the money that you're paying them currently won't equal to what you have to pay a Kirk Cousins. Even true. though he's gonna he's gonna get twenty five a year, those three quarterbacks did not cost or they yeah, cost more but, than that. But see that so that, to me that's an exact reason of why would you get rid of Case Keenum? If you don't have to pay him that much. Because there's still a reason that Case Keenum went to three teams. Yeah, but, dude, he got them where they are, man. I mean. I, I understand. I, I mean, I, I. Like, we go back to Foles. Foles had an MVP season, and then they shit on him. Yeah, but that's not his fault. That doesn't mean he's the less No, I know that. Teams. I know that. But what I'm saying is, yeah, you can have a good season. But even Keenum. Keenum, like, he was, he was a, him versus Bortles. Keenum was a phenomenal game manager and make a really good play. Bortles is a game manager who blows dick. That's the, but they're both right here. And then I don't you do think this. Bortles night. blows dick, man. I, I'll stand up for Bortles all day long. Bortles' service is closed for the night, son. He, he, if they would have let him play, they would have beat the Patriots. If they'd have let him keep playing, I honestly believe that. And I'm not just saying that to stir up shit. They, they made him. If we had this argument on the on the rumble, no, cast, because if they, they could, made him if they would keep doing that dink and dunk shit, they'd have won. I know the uh, the coordinator, but that's not him playing, man. I can go out there and throw the ball to Leonard Fournette three foot away from me right now, and him run it for thirty five yards. Then why aren't you playing for Minnesota? You know what I mean. You know what I mean right now. (laughs) I I mean, well, I mean, my point is like, like, like Peyton Manning. That's he, dude. He literally made his entire career off check down passes. Dude, he. he can air it out to Harrison every once in a while. Yeah, when he was twenty. Resident Colt fan. Shit, when he was resident Colt fan. When he won it with the Broncos, he that was embarrassing. He that was Trent Dilfer worthy. Right Trent Dilfer worthy. I agree with you one hundred percent. That was a Trent Dilfer. He he little, you. I think it was. You that were, was we were so watching that together, weren't we? Yeah, we were here. Uh, yeah, we were in my house, right? Yeah, because yeah. we literally all the first drive, he threw one pass like twelve yards, and he looked like his arm was going to fall off. Like we were all like. Come on. It took everything he had in his whole <laughs> fucking body to throw yeah. a ball. <laughs> 24 yards. fucking yeah. feet. He ran, he, he ran off the field off that opening <laughs> offensive drive, and Vaughn Miller was just like, don't worry, cuz, I got it. I got, <laughs> I got you, bro. But, I mean, I just, I, re- I honestly, true, I, if you play six games well and then shit all over the rest of the season, I don't think you're a good quarterback. But when you play... I don't think he's a great quarterback, but he's a good quarterback, and he's good enough for the Vikings to be able to win a Super Bowl. He, do you well, clearly not? Do you honestly think that that Trent Dilfer is a better quarterback than Case Keenum? No, God no. 
No, no. So that's my point right there. But Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. What I'm saying is this is new. This is new age. When Trent Dilfer was doing it, that was when you had nine great defenses in the league. You only had like three this year, and and Trent but you're Dilfer, making my point though. So if you're one well, of the few teams that has a great defense, then you don't need a great quarterback. Well, I will, one thing I want to give Cam credit for is they do have a lot of talent, like young talent. Like Stephon Diggs is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Thielen's what two years or four years yeah. in. Undrafted yeah. for uh, you know just a white boy that can catch and everybody ball. forgets Dalvin Cook got hurt. Dalvin yeah, Cook he, is going to be a top four running back for the future. I will say this: I, I, I guess it was a sophomore year. I started really watching Dalvin Cook when he was at Florida State, and I thought he was phenomenal. I and mean, I loved it. I loved his running style; like he's just a really aggressive type runner. But he's been hurt a lot. I mean, he's he's a he's a rookie this year, sophomore. It was his rookie this year. Yeah, rookie. rookie, right? I mean, he got hurt his senior season, or his, his, his last season in college, and then he got hurt again this year. I mean, it, it's almost shaping up like he's going to be one of those guys that just can't stay healthy. So, you know. Mm. Uh, he's, he's a phenomenal back. I'm not going to argue with you there. I think he's great. But if you can only play eight games a season, I mean, yeah. at some point you got to try to manage what eight games you're going to play. We'll see. I mean, give him yeah. junior year, then we'll see. I What's guess. your take on it? Bro, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm tired again, and I've had two uh, two helpings of freedom, and it's 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 like enough to put you under. It's enough to where I gotta take a step back for a six time I shouldn't. Or you should get back in the driver's seat and keep on keeping on. Keep on so. keeping on. I think you should. Yeah, we're gonna do a quick change. Yeah, we'll do a quick. No quick edit. Change. So quick change happens live. Real talk. Yeah. So. I do have one more question for the uh, for, for. We didn't actually talk about the game. <laughs> we didn't really talk about the game at all. We didn't talk about well, it, cause, because everybody in this room knows you're going to pick the Patriots. It doesn't really matter what you think the score is going to be. You think the Patriots are going to win, so and their favor, so you get they get points. It really doesn't matter. Did they come out with the line yet? Uh, we're down to four. We're down to four and a half. Right yeah, down to four and a half. That's what we were talking about. So we both agreed that we think it'll get down to three and a half is where it'll, it'll land. So we were about right, right? Yeah, right on what, I, what we said last week. I mean, it's almost like we Give us a job. Right. I will say, I was talking to somebody like about a month ago about betting and all that kind of stuff, and the topic got brought up of being a, uh, a bookie. And I don't know how you go about doing that, but that I think that literally is my dream job. Um, if what's I could your... be a bookie, like not like like it, it, so there's a there's a movie on Netflix and I cannot remember the name of it. I watched it a while back. It's got Woody Harrelson in it, but he's a, he is a bookie, but like, he's the kind of guy that like they they put the bets in and they like literally change the line. Like they they are the ones that move the line yeah. Yeah. because they're making such big bets or whatever. Like I want to be I want to be that guy. Was it Kingpin? I False. do love Kingpin. Great movie. Know. Yeah, False. great movie. Wrong one. Um. Well, I think your I think your ethnic background heavily dictates whether you get to be a bookie or not. So I'm in. What's your ethnic background? White. No, no. I mean like your heritage background. White. Yeah. <laughs> Caucasian? Is that what? No. Like uh, I'm like German, Irish, Scott. Short I'm and white. I'm yeah. like everything. You're out, dog. You're no, out. I'm not out. I think I'm in. Have you ever seen a bookie before? You gotta be yeah, Italian. That's, that's what they're they're all like no, here. Bookies are not Italian. You gotta be Italian. No, Italians no. are like running the bookies, but bookies are not Italian. They're like the, like the bookies are the ones just taking the phone calls, taking your picks. A great mind once said the Italians killed Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. Too soon. It happened. 
died. Too soon. Oh, yeah, 2018 Pat years. Yeah. Has passed. Uh, anyway, yeah, so. So we were close. I mean. Uh, we're right about what we said, yeah. The lines we had are... two dudes almost fight each other at work today, and I was, I put the, I put one dude at the, I gave him uh, five to one odds. That's pretty good. It was pretty solid. They're pretty, they're about the same height. They're relatively the same age. They've known each other their whole lives. I think five to one's pretty good. One of them is a little bit better shape than the other one. I felt like it was a good matchup. So what'd you give odds for him? Like three to one? Well, no, it was five to one. He was the five to one underdog. So like the other dude's a five to one favorite, right? Is that how it works? No. Okay, so I can't set books. However, I can promote fights like the motherfucker because it was over somebody's mom. <laughs> And oh I, yeah. Yeah. So I was gonna yeah, not like that, not like fucking mom. No, 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 I didn't. I, but you know, I didn't, no, uh, like yo mama. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna have the one dude, the guy whose mother was offended. Uh, I was gonna have him walk out to "Mama Said Knock You Out" by LL Cool J. <laughs> well done. So I think I could be a great promoter. Uh, you, yes, I agree. Yeah. That, you would be. You would thrive in that environment. Yeah. I promoted our fight. You did promote the shit of our fight, and then yeah. lost again. And I lost again. I took uh-huh. a dive. Took a dive. Made uh, no money. So <laughs> no money at all. Zero. So, took a late third round dive to an R bar. It felt great. You're gonna appreciate this, but I do have one question for Corey before we get out of here. Uh, I thought about this on the way over here. Yep. So I was talking about being young again and being excited about watching UK play. And so I gotta ask you, like the '96 basketball team. You know, that's one of our favorites generally because we won a championship and they were they were phenomenal. Were you a UK fan then? No. Was it like the first time you were a UK fan? Or I was Duke not a UK game? fan at all then. Uh, I was a Duke fan back then. So you were that was the Duke fandom. That is confirmation. I honestly thought that you that was like the first time you were a UK fan. No. And no, then, it was like, I don't know. Like 01 maybe for us became for us switched back over. Oh really? It was that late? Yeah. Well, no, so well, I, I actually I knew it was then when you were Back to being a UK fan, was there a first time? Like when you were young, like young, young. I guess not because you were pretty young then. I didn't watch enough basketball. I knew who the UK was and stuff like that. I didn't watch enough of it. To obviously, I knew what everybody was who they were rooting for. Uh, and then one day, I just seen like the Blue Devil logo, and I thought it was cool. That happens. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. The only reason I'm a Indianapolis Colts fan is one day I was watching. I was. Either I think I was homesick from school and I was watching like the fourth round of Sports Center, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, but they popped in something extra and it was all about it was like 2004, and they popped in a segment because I didn't I didn't like football until around that time. Uh, so that was like right in the middle of Manning and Marvin Harrison. Right? That's what I'm saying. They did a yeah. segment about Dallas their Lord, they did a segment of their no huddle offense and I was like, man, that's really cool. I like how smart they are and shit like that. I was like, I like that team. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, can't hate you for it. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't, I, didn't, I actually didn't like football for the majority of my life. I was a big baseball guy. That's, That's crazy. It. So like back in the, like like when we watched Super Bowls at your house. Yeah, I watched Super Bowl. I didn't you, really like. But football. you didn't really care. No. That's crazy. Yeah. I'll never forget watching that fucking game, uh, the Rams and uh, Titans. Titans at your house. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, was nuts. Eddie George. No, that was... No, was it wasn't Nathan Tyson. George. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. I don't know. Mason. Uh, Mason. Uh, uh, shit, what's his first name? Oh, it was Tyson. Name? No, it was... Uh, shit. Derek Mason. Yeah, very good. Was he the George Mason of Derek Mason's? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, it was. 
I'm just going to start calling shit the George Mason of from now on. I like it. Like, even if it's an overall, like, powerhouse. Like, dude, <laughs> they are the George Mason. <laughs> well, I mean, they did beat us. So, yeah. or no, 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 no. See, that, that was a, that was a, shit, not George Mason. Uh, UAB beat us. That's great. No, in the, in the NIT. That, oh, that was Robbie Moore. Uh, yeah, Robert Moore. Robert Moore. Yeah, <laughs> Robbie Moore. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was old Robbie Moore. I know dog. you appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's old Robbie Moore. God, dude. Boys, it got hot in here a little bit. It did. It's, it is warming up in here. Shut up. It's a little, it's a little Shout out room. Milk Can Heater, man. No doubt. Shout out to Lakewood Heater and Lakewood Products. No free ads. Uh, your heaters work really well. Little Milk Can Heaters, man. If your heat ever goes out in the middle of this, don't buy the damn uh, conspiracy theory Amish heater where it's plug, plugged in the wall but they don't use electricity. Don't buy that what? shit. That's the thing? Yeah, you never seen them advertising on TV? They're like, made by the Amish. Like, it's got a cord coming out the back. Yeah, bullshit. But, uh, no, buy you a milk can heater, man. It's pretty damn good. Your electric bill's going to be phenomenal. For oh, he said oh it's good. been great. Yeah. Bad. Like, in with heavy sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because sarcasm. when I just turned that thing off, the lights got brighter. Yeah. Bit, so. <laughs> yeah, the lights got brighter when you turned it off. I'll, uh, Lakewood, fix, fix the energy efficiency. Yeah, efficiency can be a little better. No, but. no free ads. I actually pay that bill, too, so, like, it should be going good. I paid that bill. <laughs> oh God! So, do we have a Fab Five? See, I was thinking I was gonna do I was gonna do like a sarcastic Fab Five and just do Fab Five numbers between one and five. I like but it. I can't I like fucking it. think of one. Should maybe we do a recollection and we do our Fab Five uh, entrance songs? Entry we could songs. just bring it back, man. Since since we didn't get to publicize that. Yeah. All right, so yeah, during the... Yeah, uh, it'll be kind of different because there's only three of us instead of nine of yeah, us. Yeah, they'll actually right. be a little bit different. Hey, can you wretch me an actual... Get into the freedom chest and wretch me one, please. There he is. He's, he's getting an extra one. Yeah. He's going for the third. Might as well. And so... Can we go uh, ahead... Uh, hold on, time out. Before we start... Okay, so during... Um, let me explain it first, and then I'll do my can we first. Can we just... Um, so during the Royal Rumble podcast, we did Fab Five Wrestling Entrance... Says to where Tom. if, huh? Well, it could. I'm gonna do like it could be the song, but if the entire show gets you, you know, blah blah blah. No, what now? Like their entire entrance, you know, entrance like a dude itself. may come down and hit a tennis ball out to the fans. I got you, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I don't know. Well, I'm doing dude, during the hired. 90s, they had a lot of occupation wrestlers. Uh, like, they had like the junkyard, that's or the, tits. they had like the repo <laughs> man and shit like that. But, anyways, uh, yeah, he sucks. Um, uh, but all right, so during the Rumblecast, we tried to do Fab Five wrestling entrances, uh, and obviously it got deleted, so no one knows them. Right. But can we just right now, um, can we just do Stone Cold Steve Austin is on everyone's Fab Five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can we think of five different ones other than Stone Cold Steve Austin? Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna have a hard time coming up with them. Well, I think Stone Cold was the only one. It was on everybody. It was universal. Yeah, it was universal on everyone's list. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, actually, yeah, yeah, I can do that. So, if we're going to do that, I'll, I'll do mine first since I am uh, the what? least wrestling. I have a suggestion. Alrighty. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of lists. Okay. I would prefer to do 555. Five, five. Alright, yeah, four. yeah, we can yeah, do yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'll go first. My number five was 
Mark Henry and Fuck, yeah. sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate, just, Mark Henry. Like I said, you know, the other day, it just makes you giggle, man. Like that's one of those like yeah. like some people have super intense ones and I've got some of those too, but like Mark Henry's just it's one of those he comes out and like his persona, his character, he just like played it up. And man. then he like, tried to fuck May Young. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, Mark Henry comes in at number five for me, sexual chocolate. Commercial break. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, my number five, since we're getting rid of the Stone Cold, I will insert Gold Dust. His entrance was just absolutely it's phenomenal. phenomenal, man. And even though he was not the, I mean, he's still a road boy, but even though he wasn't the wrestler that we all like, yeah, wanted to be. Yep. Um, the Shattered Dreams productions, all that whole thing, twenty four yeah. karat gold pictures, it's, all that stuff. The music and everything matched his character. Yes, it was absolutely Beautiful. phenomenal. So I'll go Goldust number five. All right. Uh, so I gotta exit out Steve Austin. So I gotta replace. Ouch. <laughs> that hurt. Um. <sighs> I gotta remember the rest of them too. It's probably gonna be a different list. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be totally different. Hey. Spontaneous. Yeah, spontaneous. Fab Five is spontaneous. Except for that one. I gave you all that one like yeah. two days in advance or something like that. That's true. Day yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, I got to go number five. You know what? No one said it, so I'll throw it in there. I really like HBK's entrance. Yep. Uh, Brett, uh, not Brett, fuck me. Uh, I'm not sure. Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Oh, Shawn Michaels, yeah. Yeah. The I'm song, kid, the yeah. song is what it is. The song is what it is. The... Also, the original person singing his own song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The song is what it is. You know, it's, it's what it is. Uh, but the, the whole, whole entrance. the whole entrance with him flexing and the fucking pyro was yeah. far, it was yeah. awesome. So I, it's definitely on. That's number five for me. All right, so we'll go to number four, and I actually need help on this one because I know who it is. Uh, I keep wanting to throw names out, and I I cannot. It's not the right one. Uh, Scott Steiner, there it is. Oh he, yeah. Since we're doing the whole shows and not just the music, Scott Steiner, you know, he used to come out and he had like he'd flex and like his bicep would come out and then another bicep would come out and then yeah. he had like it was like six biceps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiss it like I, I don't know why, but I, he, like sometimes he wore like the chainmail and everything. The, like, the chainmail hood was the dumbest <laughs> yeah, thing of all time. I thought it was, it was so cool. Shit. I thought it was, it was great. stupid as shit, but it was like it was just you're like Damn, yeah, hell yeah. Oh god. So that's that's my number four, Scott Steiner. Fucking yeah, that's a good one. My number four is the Radar Superstar Ultra Bridge version. I'll actually take that one out of mine because it's in mine. That is my number four. That's pretty much self-explanatory. It's yep. phenomenal. When you, uh, Edge dude, was amazing. And you know what else it is? And uh, was Ben? Uh, not Ben. Bill Simmons did a whole list of his favorite ones a long time ago, and the thing that he hit on with a lot of them is it's not necessarily. The song, but the start of it. Yeah. yeah. And his starts with that, you think you know me, and then it hits the guitars really hard. Yeah. And that's all you need. The crowd loses their shit after that, yeah. you know. Which, and that's why Stone Colds is so... Yeah, that's why Stone Colds yeah. is so glass, universally loved. Insane. And when we say this about Edge, <laughs> I know you remember this a thing. Edge was part of it. I One of my like uh, uh, honorable mentions... Mm-hmm. Was the brood with Gangrel, oh, yeah. Edge, and Christian? <laughs> that was an interesting entrance. Yeah. I hated Gangrel. Hated him. He was the one that didn't get. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my number four is actually I'll throw yeah I'll throw Hardcore Holly in here at number four. There we go. Right, yeah. Because 
I, I loved him as a wrestler, but his 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 entrance song got me hyped, so I loved it. Yeah. Not much I can really say about it, but yeah. Yeah. So also he was a giant dick behind the curtains. Yeah. Well, actually, a cool story about Hardcore Holly. So he liked to sandbag on noobs. Sandbagging is when you have to like, you right. know, you have to work together to pull off a move. Right. So if you sandbag, they have to like lift do all the whole work. Body. Yeah. So Brock Lesnar was new and tried to. They, he was booked in a squash with Hardcore Holly, and he went to do a power bomb. Well, uh, Holly sandbagged on him and didn't help him sit up onto his shoulders. And so he was just dangling there, and so Brock just drops him on his head. Yeah. <laughs> he walked off. I, Brock Lesnar, man. I know. He walked, right? off, he walked off. And he was just like, "That's fucking awesome." Yeah. I mean, that's 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 one of those like, as a as a. Uh, it's like the old bull and the young well, bull. Well, so, like as as the old bull, like. You know, you're trying to like make a point, like yeah. kind of be a dick, and I, but as the young boy, that's the perfect move. Like, okay, I'll yeah. play your game, bro. Like, <laughs> on your hand, you go, bro. bitch. Uh, so coming in at number three for me then is uh, Sting. Like, I, we went into some elaboration about the other one. You know, Sting's son played at UK, and at the whole time he was here, I just wanted Sting to like repel out of a helicopter or yeah. some shit for a football game in like blue and white Sting paint, and it never happened. But that whole entrance, like during his crow era, was just. I thought it was the shit, man. I love so it. So good. What are we on? Three? Yeah, we're on. Yeah. Three. Nobody is a bigger Sting fan than I am, so I appreciate that's on the list. I will bypass that. D-Generation X. Yeah. DX, man. That was a... Monday Night Wars. All that stuff was phenomenal. <coughs> and then that weird dude... I don't even know what the band was. but like, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually, I think that was a house band. They used them a lot. And then, yes, they did. They did. And then the random, the random like flash of a chick, and then like it was sort of like a, a like a fence coming down and something exploding yeah. and shit. It was the it was the most perfect song for the stable that they were trying to make. Exactly. So DX yeah, is my number three. Great, it was fantastic, and it saved the company because if they hadn't Literally. happened, if they hadn't happened, and Steve Austin hadn't Steve Austin hadn't happened, WCW would have won. Yeah. The Monday Night Wars. Yeah, all, all WCW had, I mean, yeah, they had NWO, NWO, Jericho was still there at the time, stuff like that. They had Goldberg at the time, too. Yeah, Goldberg at the time, Sting and Flair were still there. Yep. Because the last match in WCW history was Flair versus Sting, Sting won for the championship. Yep. But, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, number three for me is, uh, fuck, man, I gotta go off the dome again. I took out the Edge Alter Bridge because we already had it. Uh, I'll go. He's thinking here, folks. Mm-hmm. It's burning me up. I'm trying to not go to the indie circuit. Yeah. Because I want people to know him. <laughs> people to know. Actually, you know what? That. Fuck it. I love yeah, his. Yeah, I love his entrance hey, so this much. This is our show. Dude. Yeah. Like, fuck off. I'm saying, so we went like three times. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. So go. Yeah. All right. Go out there and find yourself. Uh, he wrestles out in California a lot, and sometimes in Pennsylvania. His name is Chuck Taylor. He's from Kentucky. Good name. Yeah. And he's from Kentucky? Yeah, he's from Kentucky. So he's the Kentucky gentleman Chuck Taylor. Oh, I like that. Does he wear Chuck Taylors? No. That's even better. That is even That's better. That's even better. That is yes. even better. That's yeah. like, no, I am right. Chuck Taylor. I don't... Yeah. And the only reason I love his... I don't he, I don't even think he has music, because, you know, on these indie DVDs, they usually cut out the entrance. Yeah. Right. But his thing is, is like, you know, they're playing in city halls and armories and shit like that. It's like 200 people. 
he comes in and you're face to face with the crowd and he just when he walks he walks you know kind of like this or you know whatever just kind of steady right. and the, but if there's a kid sitting at the edge he'll just walk and it's out of stuff nowhere just ah and just scare the shit oh. out of the kid like <laughs> that's such a phenomenal I know it here. like he does that and like he made a kid cry one time like not lying it was the funniest what thing of all time is he a heel yeah, oh yeah. He's, oh, so he's a, he's a he's a comedic wrestler. So all of his matches are like really funny and shit like it. Yeah. But he's really good too. But nice. like, and then so he's always like interactive with kids. So he makes them hate him. And then like sometimes during the match he'll go outside of the ring and like start shit talking a kid. But then the kid will like hit him in the head and he acts like he got hit by a semi truck. You know? Yeah, awesome. He's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. That's... <clears throat> That's like the greatest hill move ever, like scaring a kid. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, definitely. It just, it just makes you look like an asshole automatically. Uh, so are we to... We're number two. We're number right. two, yeah. So my number two is going to be, which we kind of mentioned briefly, is NWO. And for and a lot of it is because the song, obviously. Like, that song is just so recognizable. But also, like, I almost made the Four Horsemen one of mine, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, from back in the day, just because like awesome. I, I used to love when they would all come out together. I don't think they had a stable entrance though, did they? They did. Yeah. They had, yeah. They but did. It, was, it was not a good. The song wasn't good. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Just when they all came out we together, were, there, none of the like, songs were good back then. Yeah, they, you're right. And they were all just like making a show. I mean, it, I think, and honestly, back then, a lot of those they were using that band you're talking about, that house band, to just make. Well, not back then, because uh, Four Horsemen was uh, NWA. National Wrestling Alliance had no affiliation. Originally, yeah. but they came back in the WCW. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. That's so the NWO. That's my uh, number two. That Nintendo 64 band. Bow, to bow, down, yeah, yeah. To yeah. That's when. That's when it was. You know. The uh, THQ games, the da, da, greatest da, 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 wrestling da, da, games da, da, of all time. Yes, they. Uh, three of them right there. WCW, By far the greatest. WCW, NWO, Nitro, WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, greatest wrestling games of all time. All right, so what's your number two, Corey? My number two is my favorite WWE wrestler of all time, The Rock. Yep. It's the same thing with, the, in my opinion, the same thing with the glass for Stone Cold is when The Rock goes, if you smell, yeah, but The Rock so is cooking. So good. Yeah. So, it, again, one of the most, like, uh, yeah. recognizable. Yep. Yep. It's so for, good. But when, when it pops, you're just like, oh, you're like, everybody's yeah. pumped. Yep. Uh, I'll go with one of the uh, newer ones now. I fucking love Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance. You haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah, it's awesome. But he, uh, he, his, he's just like, I don't know what he is exactly, like what he's supposed to be or whatever. But his music's phenomenal. Did you ever play DOA on Xbox? No. Dead or alive? No. Is he well, trying that, to be one of those characters? No, he's his own guy. Oh. But he reminds me of, they have a drunk character that just, his old moves are like this, and he's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's what he yeah, reminds yeah, me yeah. of. Exactly. And it's phenomenal. But his music is phenomenal. I'd yeah, play, like, play it. His music's great. Yeah, it, it, I got to say, I was actually pretty excited that he won the Royal Rumble. I, I, yeah. I mean. Oh, fuck. Corey called that. I got to do an honorable mention. Actually, I'm yeah, axing yeah. out Chuck Taylor because no one's going to go look him up. We'll do our, we can do an honorable mention. All right, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Chuck Taylor stays. Uh, so we're to number one, and my queer number one. Well, originally I had Stone Cold <laughs> as my number one, just because it's the most recognizable. Whatever, yeah, yeah. But 
for me is Goldberg, dude. I yeah. love Goldberg. He was like my fucking hero. And it was the same way. Like, the first five seconds of that music would start, and then he comes out and he's snorting smoke and shit, and he's got blood running down his head because he headbutted a locker. Like, just. And the, and the, the fucking shower of uh, the power. Yeah, the, the shower pyro everywhere. Pyro yeah. Yeah. That was cool. You know, I've always wondered, like, the way they did that pyro, he had to have gotten burnt from that. He felt it, definitely. Oh, he had me. It's been, it's kind of like holding man. a sparkler next to your so, hand. Same deal. But bigger sparkler. So yeah, I know. More pain. He felt it. But he's goddamn Goldberg, dude. He was undefeated. No, he didn't care. Yeah. They, well, he got beat once. He's a fucking man. He killed Bret Hart. Like, legitimately <laughs> ended his career. <laughs> yeah, I know. He went to do a fucking head kick and went too close and gave uh, Hart the biggest concussion of his life, and he had to retire. Yeah, and then bring it down, Chris. Yeah, I didn't mean to bring down the mood. Thanks. I mean, I was. Well, he did it. I mean, then Hart had a stroke. If you want to go down further, he still walks to the left a little bit. But all right, Uh, the Jim Ross face going. My number one. one. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Got that Jim Ross face going. He says, "My number one did not change." This music got me. I used to go to all kinds of shows when I was younger, and he was still there. My number one, Ken Shamrock. Fuck it yes. It was amazing. Yeah. It opens that guitar, and then it starts hitting the bells. Yes. And he comes out, and he's just like, Rah! like, oh, it was, it was phenomenal. When you said that uh, Sunday, you know, on the Rumblecast, dude, I forgot how jacked I used to get when Ken Shamrock. Fucking love Ken that, Shamrock. That's such a good pick. Like, ugh. That whole era right there, that was that was all oh, was amazing. Didn't it hurt Absolutely. when you found out he got his ass beat by Hoist Gracie? No. No. At all. Hoist Gracie was one of the greatest OG. fighters. Yeah, I know, but we always time. we were always told as as kids that in wrestling, he's the most dangerous man in the world. When in actuality, <laughs> yeah. the most dangerous man in the world was a hundred and twenty pound fucking Brazilian yeah, yeah. dude. That hurt me a little bit. And Shamrock went from that. there to yeah, but here. And all I didn't go the other way around. In that list of most dangerous men in the world, or uh, Ken Shamrock was probably like sixth down, and all five in front of him were all Gracies. So, I mean, probably. I mean, yeah. not that was when it was UFC two. I'm yeah, pretty sure BJ yeah, Penn was in that tournament. It seems like he's been fighting since the fucking Stone Ages. <laughs> BJ Penn seriously looks like he's sixty. He's been. I swear to God, he's been fighting since the Stone Ages. Uh, my number one. Your number one. My number one is without a doubt uh, CM Punk. With the uh, Cold Oh fuck no! With the uh, Kill Switch yeah, song Kill Switch. because yeah. of the Kill Switch song and because I fucking love Kill Switch and CM Punk. So yeah, it's incredible. Uh, one right. honorable mention. I got two honorable mentions. Or two honorable mentions. And they'll go really quick. Uh, my one honorable mention I just thought of right before we got to number one was uh, fucking, uh, and I'm gonna forget his name obviously because that's how I do things. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> Give me a hint. Uh, no, Finn talk. Balor. I love Finn Balor. Break mine out. Yeah. My bad. First of all, have you seen all of his actual makeup? Like yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, have you seen his other stuff besides Demon? Yeah. Oh no. It's amazing. I mean, I've seen like sometimes he turned like uh, fans sent in drawings. Yeah. And he'll turn that into his demon makeup. All right. So I, I okay, I can switch one up. I, okay. I right. uh, and then my other honorable mention is uh, I'm kind of breaking the rules here. Ah, oh, nice. well done. 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 Well done
But I want to say that I can see Corey's list right here, and it looks like he has Harambe on the list. Harambe? I didn't know that Harambe had any kind of... Fuck yeah, honorable. Harambe. That's honorable. <laughs> Harambe, I, I, want to, I want to punch people that fucking... I'm mad now. I'm mad. So, the only honorable mention that I have is Scott Hall, man. I used to love when he came out with the toothpick and everything. And just, oh, fuck yeah. I don't know. Just, he, was just a, he was a dickhead, but... Hey, him. yo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo. What was his yeah. Hall of Fame poem he read? Oh, fuck. Of death with, Keep going. Know. I'm going to look it up. It was amazing. Yeah, I don't, I'm going to. So we'll jump to Corey uh, for his honorable mentions. What do you got? Uh, this is dead silence. Yeah, so sorry, he's, sorry, sorry. He's, he's, he's literally yeah, writing yeah. things. Yeah. And then oh, gonna... oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the nine of us didn't have any, like, we never said it. The greatest interest of all time, The Undertaker. And the greatest song oh. of all time. Fair enough. Probably yeah. The Undertaker. Fair enough. I yeah. like it though. I mean, it, it ah. fits the character and all that shit. And the pa- and the, the the but it takes him five hours to it, get to the fair ring. Fair enough. But if you if if you're like if you're just like a kid or if you're somebody because there's still adults that believe it's all real. That is the ultimate all oh, this demon is blood. You know, it's the whole thing. I, I kind of for the show of it. Thirty I, years. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It was it was a good one. I I, I always got jacked when like well because they, they did a good job of you not knowing when he was gonna come out and then all of a sudden the lights go fucking. That bail. shit was they awesome. Bail. Fucking, yeah, and you're the like, bail. oh shit. Now the bell sounding was cool as fuck. I just didn't like the fact that it took him like if you were watching WrestleMania, you could take a bathroom break while he was coming out. Oh, you could take a bath. Yeah, not, not a bathroom break, a bath. <laughs> We got flying pins in the studio, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I found that thing. All right, so, Scott Hall. Fuck. So, that, was, that was amazing. So, Scott Hall, Scott Hall gets inducted into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. And at the that, end of his speech, they all give a big giant speech. Right. At the end of his speech, he re- it, it reads, uh, Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Oh, oh that's, I love it, dude. Fuck, yeah. You get that tattoo on your shoulder? Yeah. That's that is the fucking one. greatest thing of all time. That's a really good one. All right, so are we... we is it I had two, two, two more hour mentions, and I'll, okay, I'll shut down. Two more hour mentions, I'll shut down. Because me and Chris talked about this uh, at Rumble Night. Was uh, Dudley Boy's entrance. Oh, God, oh yeah. And if that's we're going to do that, the greatest, one of the, the greatest tag team era... Let's go ahead and throw the Hardy Boys in there yep. for that, and then that part's done. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, that, that's a... Nice. That was a good... Uh, that's a good, I forgot about those guys. Both of them, actually. I forgot about both of those guys. That was a good reference. So, it feels like we probably about hit that time. Yeah, yeah. it's most every time to drop the mic. Drop the M. Drop the mic. I, I'll start it because I got one that's been burning me up. All right. Uh, my, my mic drop is this. <laughs> Let me get these gastrointestinal things out of me. Easy. Um, I don't know if these things are related. I'm not saying they're related. I'm just saying this is what's happening. Okay? You're well, Nate, you're well aware. You're not so much well aware. You're well aware of my, of my drive-thru woes. Yes, very much so. I've bitched so, about drive-thrus. So, clearly... Judging off of what you're getting ready to say, you got fucked again somewhere. In this is down. another drive-through <laughs> incident, but I've, I'm just saying, I'm not saying they're related. I'm just saying this is what's happening. Same restaurant? No. 
different, actually several different restaurants. I have an issue with drive-thrus now. And here's what I'm saying. They're not related. I'm just saying. Ever since we've had um, a lot of uh, immigration laws be put into place, a lot of you know immigration laws uh, suggested, maybe not put in place, my experience in fast food drive-ins has gone severely downhill. I'm not saying they're related. I'm just saying this is what's happening. Uh, I like it. I, I, I hear you. I'm wasting. No, okay. that's it. That's all I got. I, I have drive-thru woes. Yeah. Well, they're, drive-thru woes are a real thing. Yeah. I know exactly. So, and they got worse when I moved to Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I see, I can't, I wish I could relate to your drive-thru woes, because, well, actually, I kind of can. You know what? Yeah. Drive-thrus have gotten worse. That's not going to be my mic drop, so I don't want to go on a complete rant about that, but they have gotten worse. So, uh, Corey, if you want to drop the mic, I just we'll let you go, and then I'll I'll wrap it up. I can't remember. Is drop the mic a you, something? You just a final I mean, final, be, thought, final statement. Thought. Mine was funny, a statement. You can have a final subject funny, you want to cover. Mine is a serious moment. Mm. This is usually Nate's stable. So yeah, and this is this is going Arnie Boy tell him. Uh oh. Last night. His dad was honored oh, yeah. for the Volunteer of the Year Award by the That's Chamber it. of Commerce. And I just think that should be a something that everybody should hear about that listens to this. Doc, we all knew him. Yeah. Great man. Arnie spoke for him. Dita Meyer was there. Coach Ray Graham was there. It was all awesome. Everybody thought it was a fantastic time. And it's a really cool thing that there's still people thinking about Doc even after. Yeah. Rest so in peace, shout Doc. Out Doc. Shout out to Doc. That's my mic. Yeah, I didn't know that, and now I don't know what to say to follow that because it's going to, whatever I say is going to fall short. We all well, I'll say this uh, about Doc. I never got to say this because, uh, you know, we were trying to lift Arnie up, but uh, everybody's got memories with Doc. This one uh, is my memory. I've been kind of holding it. I went to tailgate with you guys for the first time. I'd never met Dr. Arnold in my life. He wasn't my doctor and all that shit, you know, so everybody knows him because he was their doctor. He wasn't my doctor. He wasn't my doctor. So I didn't know him. I've never met him. Uh, as soon as I got to this tailgate, I didn't know what to, you know, I didn't know how it was going to go down. But when I got there, uh, he treated me like I'd been there the whole time. Yeah. And I'll never forget that. Yeah, he, it, it's, uh, <laughs> he, again, same story for me. He was not my doctor. This kind of happened, I think, probably a year or two earlier than you. <clears throat> you know, talking with those guys, and you show up, and he not only does he treat you like you've been there the whole time, he literally treats you like you've been there the whole time. Like, hey, go yeah. get that shit out of the van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like we, it's time to cook the steaks, yeah. and you need to get that shit yeah, out of the chairs now. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd table. be like, go get those chairs. Blah blah blah. Did you see those tits? <laughs> yeah, I did. that was the, so. Yeah. That's what I was getting ready to say. Since since he said the dark arm thing, like I was gonna try drop to, your mic with it with a funny dark arm yeah, story. I, I was. I was gonna. Yeah. I was just gonna try to. Tell a funny story about, like, so, how old was Doc when he passed away? Do you all remember? I don't remember. Uh, he had to be close to 70, somewhere around there, 65. I can't remember. Irrelevant, I guess. Just trying to give the audience an idea of, you know. Too uh, early. Too early. Too, too early. early. He's a pa- he, he was a past middle-aged man. Way, way too early, but he was beyond middle-aged. That's fair yeah. to say. Yes. But, but Doc would be, Doc kind of had a stutter, and he, 
it was we actually somebody was at church the other day. Uh, me and Hannah were at, at mass, and one of the guys that was speaking. You mean aerobics? Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys was speaking. He, he reminded me. He reminded me a lot of, uh, of Doc Arnold. I, it, it made me start thinking about some of these stories and stuff. So it's kind of funny that you bring him up. But I, I can remember numerous. I mean, countless times we'd all be sitting there tailgating, and like just like you said, man. And this is my favorite thing about Doc Arnold because he would say it all with his his own kind of spin on it. His his Doc Arnold stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, "Hey, did you?" Did you Nate, did you enjoy those chips? Uh, you know, hey, how how was that? How was that ground beef? God, her ass looked good. And yeah. Then, and it would it would all be together, and it would yep. never. It, it, or he, God, did you see the tits on that one? Like, it, yep. it, it, he would blend it in with a sentence where it didn't, like it shouldn't even be there, but that's just how he did it. And it was the most amazing so thing ever. Hey, hey, John, go ahead and put that peanuts out. See the tits on that girl over there. <laughs> John, so got the pickles. Got the pickles down. Damn that tits. Yeah. That tits right there. And my favorite thing was too that, and I, well, that Arnie still never did at the end. Never did really drink in front of Doc. He didn't like want Doc to know. And you know Doc knew he was Doc knew. after he had two DUIs. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. Doc I mean, knew. I mean, he knew obviously, but it was so funny. I think it was funnier for us being his friend to like see him try to hide it from Doc like Doc doesn't know that he drinks. I know somebody else like that and I, it's obviously out of respect. I mean, that's just what it is. Like, and he didn't smoke in front of him. Like, I mean, he... It is. And you know what? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I totally respect Arnie for that move because that, that is a, like you said, that's out of respect. That's not... It was just always funny for us because by the time we were five drinks in, Arnie's still trying to like not drink. Go around the truck. Yeah, he's like going around the back of the truck, <laughs> taking shots and shit, and just it always made it funny to me. But anyway, yeah. that's that's my drop from like If you had a good one, Corey, we could we'll never be able to replace Doc Arnold, but no. we sure will remember you, and we'll never forget you. And I'm 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 really glad that he got put up for that award. Actually, that's really cool that they they did that for him. Love you, Doc, and love you, Arnie. Yeah, definitely. love you, man. Yeah. Uh, Definitely, uh, yeah, definitely, and that'll that'll bring us to the end of the show. Uh, it's really awesome to be to have drank a beer and listen to a man talk about boobs that delivered half of our county. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Uh, all right. So that's a good episode, guys. Uh, definitely uh, enjoy having Corey on. I hope he hope he sticks around. Uh, I don't plan on moving anytime soon. So. Good deal. I definitely enjoy having Nate around. Hope he doesn't go on vacation again. <clears throat> Do so. Go on vacation tomorrow. Fuck, man. Right, we're not recording tomorrow. But I'll be back there by the time we record again. That's fine. Uh, we will all be at our house. My house. Yeah, it'll be fucking sweet, won't it? Yeah, definitely. Man. No, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe yeah. we should. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see how it goes. We might get the, uh, the uh, other mics involved for that one. I'm going to be skiing, so we'll see what happens. Right. Well, oh. Are you going to be like literally skiing or are you going to be in between us skiing? We'll see. We'll see. See how handsy I get. It's going to be an awesome Super Bowl. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to spread the word. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, Corey, definitely. Uh, Thanks for... Yeah, thanks for listening. Be yeah, sure you're, to... You're going to hear Corey a lot more often here on this show. Yeah, definitely. So. Especially when we get him to where he doesn't have to lean in all the time. Um... Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, spread spread the word. Uh, we like to call it the spread spread freedom campaign. 
and I love it. Yeah, spread freedom campaign. We want to get this, get the word out there. Uh, if the bird is the word, or the bird is the word, and the bird is most definitely an eagle, and the eagle is the the uh, the symbol of I'm lost. Freedom. Freedom. I don't mean the answer. eagle is the symbol of freedom, and that's what we spread around here: eagles and freedom and fear. I'll do both. Which is freedom. America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. As always, enjoy yourself, enjoy your family, uh, enjoy freedom, consume freedom, and we're gonna send you out a little differently. I'm still gonna do the old sign off. But Here we if, go. But if everybody could, we'll just we'll just have her happen just right about. And as always. Fuck, I cut myself off. No. We're learning things. No here, edits. Fuck me. Yolo. And as always, I thank you now. That's the old raw theme from like the yeah, 1990s. Yeah, I know exactly what it is. That's, That's so good. That's the. Hold on. That would have been awesome if you... <laughs>